It's Taco Tuesday, and by that, I mean welcome everyone to Getting Off Track. I'm Taco Cat, and you're watching the Women's Flat Track Derby Association's Twitch channel. We know everyone is missing all of the great roller derby action we would normally be having this time of year, so we're going to mix it up, talk some roller derby, some community chat, and of course, have some fun, maybe. Today, we're having two familiar faces that do a lot of the work that keeps roller derby functioning worldwide. First up, there's Double H of Philly Roller Derby, who is usually your host, but is also the executive director of the WTDA. After that, we'll be joined by my fellow WTDA board of directors member, Gloom, to chat roller derby D&D and things we're doing to navigate COVID and derby leadership and why you should consider being a part of it. Um, so with all of this going on, we're looking for new ways to stay engaged, despite the fact that sports everywhere are on this freeze. So if you have some show ideas or you want me to maybe interview a friend of yours or maybe you're interested in being on camera, please hit us up. We'd love to know your thoughts and you can reach us at broadcast at quadmedia.tv. So also we have our chat going on and you can drop some things in there. We'll be looking for that too. So lastly, we're continuously posting recommendations and guidelines that'll keep our roller derby community safe right now. You can always uh, reach out to us for info and heading to, if you go to wftda.com, you'll see our latest resources and community guidelines. So please make sure you check them out and share them with your lead. So with that, we can welcome our first guest, uh, WFTDA Executive Director and Donut Chef Double H. Hey, I'm also here joined by uh, JRDA skater Catman, who is sadly not skating as much these days, but as you can see, is also a donut aficionado. Uh, yeah, so Catman and I are just hanging out, and um, those who know me know that one of my favorite things to do when I'm out and about at WFTDA or any other tournament, yeah. JRDA, MRDA, other types of skating, any event that I can think of to get donuts involved. I like to try to bring donuts, but because there's no roller derby, there are a lot fewer donuts these days. So yeah. I do have a donut recipe that I'm trying out and uh, I'm in my kitchen, so we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And Catman is gonna start to make some donut holes behind me as we go. So, Taco Cat, I don't That's know. Great. Uh, if, if you've been eating a lot of pastry lately. I mean, I think everyone's been eating a lot just as something to do. <laughs> so what are some, there's, what are like these, why donuts, double A's? Like why, why now? <laughs> why now? <laughs> we need donuts more than ever right now, Taco. Um, no, I think that part of my, um, part of, Part of the reason that I got involved in donutry, if you will, is because um, almost anywhere you go in America, I'm a vegetarian, and so it's it's hard for me to get excited certain types of cuisine in some places in the country because there's not a lot for vegetarians, or there there hadn't been throughout the derby history. Um, so when I started out doing tournaments, like in 2010 the thing that I could eat was pastry, but not everybody has regular pastries. Uh, not everybody has like a bakery, but most small towns in America would have a, a donut shop. So I got really excited about the idea of just trying to find like a good classic donut. Um, and so 
that's what I do wherever I go to a tournament. And the fun thing is that even if the tournament is in Helsinki, uh, in Acarunia, Spain, there's always some type of equivalent of a donut that you can find. And so that's that's how I got interested in, in donut tree. Uh, but today I'm trying a really simple donut recipe. I know a lot of us are kind of at home um, and have like a, a pretty limited pantry at their disposal. Um, and sometimes in places where folks are, are quarantined or stay at home orders, it's, it's harder to feel safer to go out and grocery shop. So this donut hole recipe, which I can post later that I really liked, um, was was super simple and stuff that most home bakers would probably have. So, uh, for example, the recipe is uh, two cups of all-purpose flour, and I actually substituted gluten-free flour because we do have gluten-free folks in my house, uh, two tablespoons of sugar, one tablespoon of baking powder, and in case you're wondering, baking powder, baking soda, not interchangeable. <laughs> um, although you can kind of rig together some equivalents, I'm not that big of a chemist, so I'm not going to try. And then we also have a teaspoon of salt, five tablespoons of butter that is cold. Do you like butter? Yeah, who doesn't love butter? And then three quarters of a cup of milk. So, Catman, if you want to show, uh, if you want to bring over some of the holes that you've made, this recipe is technically for donut holes. But because I'm adventurous, I also tried to make some mini donuts out of it, too. <laughs> uh, and I have a giant vat of oil over here that I have heating. Um, so we're going to try out both the holes. Do you want to show uh, everybody what the holes look like? Yeah. So these are what the holes look like. Reasonably small, kind of munchkin size, like from Dunkin' Donuts. You can Although get we do not <laughs> have no. any type of sponsorship. No, no sponsor. No sponsorship. <laughs> With a donut company. Yes, go ahead. But they are very similar in size. They, although they may not look the prettiest, they most likely are going to taste delicious. So this recipe is going to be fun. And then what do we have to top the donuts with? Top the donuts with, we have a nice sugar and cinnamon glaze. Sugar, right? Pretty classic. Mm -hmm. And then what's the other thing that we have? You honestly can't go to a donut shop without expecting this. But some very nice chocolate glaze. It's a chocolate, little chocolate ganache we whipped up. All right. So we're going to try it. And um, the oil, we're supposed to heat up to 350 degrees, but the, uh, the clip on my candy thermometer is broken, so we're just going to approximate. Um, and look. I know that because we are uh, quarantined, <laughs> we got to make sure that we're not eating too many donuts and that we're balancing it out with some nice off-skates. So what have we been doing for off-skates work? We've been doing yoga. Uh, and some on skates. Yes, I was like, some on Some street skating with masks. Yes. So Taco, what types of stuff have you been doing during uh, your shelter in place? going crazy but i have to give a huge <laughs> a huge shout out to the dc roller girls because they have such a robust virtual training schedule and there's at least two things every day and it's either some sort of workout like yoga or with a personal trainer 
a lot of off-skate is as like the focus um but we also have lunch hours or um movie night or sometimes sharing what you're crafting with so i really love how my league is still finding ways for us to stay connected even though we can't actually see each other and it's especially interesting for me because i just transferred to dc so i'm getting to know a lot of my new league mates over zoom <laughs> which i don't think is pretty standard for most people but you transferred not just, uh, I don't mean to interview you, but you transferred, uh, you were living in Europe for a spell, were you not? Yeah, so basically I was, well, I'm from New Jersey. And uh, from I'm there- I'm sorry, you're from what? Amsterdam. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey? You, you couldn't tell, it's the hair. So I was living Go in on. Amsterdam and got a job in DC and I said, great. I know there's a great roller derby team down there. I hear some great things and it was really great. I gotta stop using the word great. It was awesome to come to DC and meet these new people. So from league to league, you know that roller derby is everywhere. Kind of like your donuts. All right, so I tried a first batch. Um, now Catman, I think you should get the cinnamon and sugar. Um, we'll try dipping them in. Now I think the oil's a little bit too hot, but we're gonna see what happens. Uh, so I'm going to dip one of those in there and one of those in there and one of those in there and then that one. And then we're just going to have to see how this turns out. Yeah, these things get done. <laughs> That's some good fork action. I like that. It is some good fork action. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's like, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. You'll have to describe how it is once it's done. I am too. And I think the, the recipe yeah. is a little bit more uh, like a pie crust than I had anticipated. It's got, I mean, it's got the cold butter in it. So anyone who's done some baking in your day will know you take the cold butter and you cut it in with the flour. And that's kind of how pie crust happens. Do you want to try? Okay. Never met a pie crust I didn't like. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> met a pie you didn't like? Ooh. Ooh, that's what oh it, it is cooked in the inside so catman take a take a bite of that and tell me what you think well don't burn yourself let's see what mm. hmm cinnamon oh, sugar is good it's slightly overdone but yeah so the outside the outside is a little bit crispier than the inside, so maybe I think what we could do is turn the oil down. Yeah, that would kind of take Yeah. I like that. Hmm, not bad though. Do you have other, um, here, I'll let you take these experiments. Do you want to bring some of the Go other donut it. holes over here? So while Catman is looking forward to donut what? holes, what yes. is something that us in roller derby can look forward to over the next couple of months? Like what sorts of things has the WTDA been up to? So um, I think the most challenging thing um, that we, so typically, this is not what I do with my day. <laughs> typically what I'm doing is, um, talking to leagues, talking to um, our games pillar, talking to um, our, we have a COVID-19 task force. Um, some of the folks from risk management are involved. We've got some folks from national governing bodies from around the world who are involved. Um, and what we do is we kind of regularly discuss 
what our next steps are going to be um, for determining what returning to play would look like. So that's one thing that we've been talking about a lot. Um, our games folks have been working on um, putting together a rankings theory task force and the rankings theory task force actually has some really good solid recommendations, um, not just for the next couple of months, for the, the next couple of years, because I think um, it's important to understand that however we return to play from this, it is gonna take a while um, for things to get back to the scale of what I think international roller derby can and should be. So we're taking into account a lot of the timelines that um, you know medical experts are giving us. Uh, we've engaged with a small team of epidemiologists to talk about what types of um, knowns there are with the virus because there, there are all kinds of things that we just don't know. Uh, and as a contact sport, it's, it's vitally important that we feel good about people having contact with each other again. Um, so we've been going through um, the games impact. We've been going through competitive play impacts. We've been going through the budgetary impacts. Um, and I think it's also important for us to kind of contemplate uh, like the mental health impact of what is going on. Um, you know, everybody's at home together. And uh, in some respects, that's really kind of comforting to think about. But um, some areas are going to start to lift restrictions faster than others. And so we're, we're very aware of how those regional impacts are going to affect the sport as we figure out how to recover from this. So was that, <laughs> this is probably a pretty lengthy answer, but hopefully that gives you some idea of what we're working on. Oh, and uh, we recognize that member organizations are um, in one of the weirdest economic times of our, our, our lives, maybe even of our generation. And so um, I, I put in a call to some really awesome uh, business folk. Uh, we're talking to Rocket Mean from Rose City, who's the executive director. Um, Rose City is one of our, if not our most successful WFTDA league, has been a grandmother league, a founder of the sport um, in Rocket Means really passionate about helping other leagues. Um, and then also Isabel Ringer from San Diego Derby United, who's the general manager. Um, and San Diego operates both WFTDA Roller Derby and Bank Track Roller Derby. Um, and so, and our, our, um, our general counsel, Trisha Newman, has been working with us. And we're putting together um, a business seminar for this coming Saturday for WFTDA leagues. If you've got questions about how you're gonna rebudget, applying for financing, talking to your landlord, um, please register. We will share the registration link, I think via social media later today, um, but we do have it on our most recent COVID updates. So people can go to WFTDA.com, check our updates and they can register for the seminar for Saturday. So, you know, all that and making donuts is what I've been up to. I mean, that's definitely something that a lot of people are asking for. And I think it's it's pretty great that we can bring that to our members. Um, are there any other things that you think our WFTDA members or even the average skater can be doing right now? Um, from the, well, aside from making donuts uh, and or you know, working on 
Um, really, I just think that the, what the average skater can do is to try to be as engaged as possible still. And I know that that's a really difficult ask. Um, we have a lot going on in our lives um, aside from from roller derby. And I think that it's it's become pretty apparent to those of us in WFTDA leadership that um, this is just a really challenging time to keep people's attention because they're worried about, you wanna go get the uh, paper towels? Folks are worried about um, members of their family or they themselves have had um, potentially run-ins with the virus or um, issues with the economy. Folks have lost their jobs. Um, so I think it's really important to try to keep folks as engaged as possible. And whether that's through uh, your league, making sure that you are checking in with your league every week, uh, following following folks on Twitter, following folks on um, Facebook and Instagram, and just trying to stay as, as in touch with the community as you can, because I think that this is this is a community unlike anything that I've ever been a part of. And it is so of value to me in my life that I, and I know what it means to other humans. So I, I think the most valuable thing we can all do is just keep talking and keep going and keep working together and keep talking about when we're not feeling well or when we're sad or when we're upset or when we're scared. Um, because I think that the, the things that we've come to rely on from this community, from a value standpoint, are still here. They're, they haven't gone anywhere. And I think that those are the most important things for us to keep pushing forward. And I know Catman has some thoughts about this donut. It is a little bit well done, isn't it? Okay, well, that's okay. We're gonna try these donut holes again. <laughs> that's awesome. How about, how, about, how about you, Taco? What are you thinking that uh, as a board member of the WFTDA, yeah, what are what are your go tos for for what people can do? Well, I definitely want to echo that we should be trying to stay in touch with our leagues, just so that we have something to come home to once this is done. And I, I'm not sure if people are thinking about like what comes after, like what is it going to be like when we all return. Um, so I'm trying. I've been trying to be active with my new league and try to get to know them better. Um, it's also been a great opportunity to connect with some of my old league mates from past teams. Um, and I mean, Derby social media kind of keeps me sane. It's like, you'll see me on TikTok for hours, <laughs> which I don't want to admit, but <laughs> roller skating and roller derby TikTok is giving me life right now. <laughs> um, What's your favorite so, TikTok video? Oh gosh. Well, Oh no. <laughs> I think the um the Black Roller Derby Network just did this really awesome um series, uh, which I think Blackjack was the one that initiated it. I'm not sure. I saw it on her page. So highly recommend checking that out. And just seeing the creativity and, and people's lives outside of roller derby has been interesting. Um as part of the board. Uh I guess hearing from people what their league needs, what their league is going through has been helpful for us in our decision making. And I really hope like more people come and bring us more questions and bring us more problems um, to help them work through. And that's why I think this session on Saturday could be really helpful for people because so many leagues are their own small, private, little like communities and little worlds and businesses. And like, how do we 
sustain that and make sure that we have a skate rink to come home to, our warehouse, our gym floor, I don't know, wherever you skate. I hope that it is there and how can we help you make sure that it's there? So I don't yeah, know if that makes and, sense. And the, the, <laughs> it, makes, it makes perfect sense. And I think that this is hopefully calling people back to the WFTDA for conversation because this is, this is before we had over 450 member organizations, we would get together every year to talk about what's best for all of the organizations in our sport. And I think as we've grown, we haven't had the capacity to be able to get together in a room and look at each other and say, well, what can we do? And that might not happen for a really long time, but it's important for us to do that virtually and for us to, to lean on each other and rely on each other for support because that, that's what we're here for if nothing else is to continue to help make sure that we're we're successful in getting through some of the most difficult times but like the folks that i've encountered in the roller derby community have had to overcome some really unbelievable situations in this life and so i have no doubt that if any sport can make it through the other side of this thing successfully it's going to be us because I, I really feel so connected to what folks um, get out of this sport and get out of the community. And I think that we just have to find a way to stay engaged. And I know it's tough, which is why I'm here making donuts for everybody, because I know not everybody always wants to hear <laughs> about uh, planks or off skates. Maybe sometimes it's nice to hear about donuts. It's oh, never not nice man, to hear about desserts. <laughs> Do you want to try to? Pick <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, so you now you've done the cinnamon sugar donuts, points. and have you done the chocolate glaze yet? He's about to operate a chocolate, a chocolate ganache situation. Okay. Um, and so I'd what's interesting totally about into that? So what's interesting about the texture for these is that they. Be, my instinct about the pie crust, I think, is correct. These are crispy on the outside and kind of like doughy on the inside um and a lot of donuts typically come either <laughs> as a donut expert <laughs> uh typically it's either like a raised yeasted donut or a cake donut right like those are the types and i think it maybe like if like that's a thing that helps tell me a little bit about your psychology if you're like i like raised donuts i'm like oh you're you're one of those people you're a raised donut really? person i know you <laughs> okay. okay wait so i don't know let's say my favorite donut is a strawberry frosting glazed what does that mean about me what does it say yeah it's like it really it is a lot like astrology <laughs> uh okay it, it i'm like sprinkles in the you moon rising a lot of, you require a lot of stimulation yeah. in your interactions with food am i right that's why, yeah, that, that's me in a nutshell. Okay, Thank you. Good. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, it's, it's just, donuts. I think one of my favorite things is bringing a box of donuts to, to tournaments and, and putting it on um, the dais. And so I think the fun thing is that I've also experienced almost every WFTDA tournament for the last 10 years from the dais. And so um, I'm there every day working with uh, the tournament head officials and um, the games folks, the GTOs, 
uh, all of the the stats people, the scoreboard operators, folks who are putting together the games behind the scenes. And like one of my joys is putting down a giant dozen or two of donuts in front of them and having them look inside the box and go, oh, I don't even know which of these to choose. But then actually watching them choose, it's, it is very exciting for me. Oh, I wow. think that's my favorite Catman part has... about. We have a chocolate situation. Oh. Uh, this is the chocolate ganache. Do you want to try one? Yes. Okay, let's try this. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I think you let this, I think you let the chocolate glaze harden and that's the one. What do you oh. think? Yeah. yeah. Here you go. I'll let you continue with your good work. Um, wow. I, I'm so yeah. upset that you're going to do that to all of us and we can't That's experience right. this glaze situation. <laughs> Well, the best thing you can do, Taco, is stay home and stay safe so that at some point I can actually bring this to you in person. Yes. <laughs> so Maybe if anyone, okay, be... where, can, I'd like that. So some people, mm -hmm. someone in the chat, I think is asking, where can they find this donut recipe? Mm -hmm. I will post it. I'll probably put it on my Derby Twitter. Um, my handle is at Erica is busy, so I will definitely share it. And again, this, it, like, it really is more of a donut hole recipe because we tried the whole donut and I think it's just too big. <laughs> I think it's frankly just too big. It's that's an art. Yeah, it is. It's an art form, I think. Um, I think so. And I think you are definitely the expert. <laughs> I was hoping to make some mini donuts out of it, but I think the donut holes are actually quite good. So, oh, and so Catman's going to add, uh, he's actually adding some cinnamon sugar that we made on top of the chocolate ganache. Uh, by the way, I haven't made dinner yet, so <laughs> this is what we're having for dinner. Yes. Oh, that's yes. great. Well, I think we're just about wrapping up, but um, do you have any last things to share about your donut experience or derby? Yeah, um, just know that most of the time, I'm not making donuts. Uh, most of the time, um, the WFTDA staff and I are really hard at work um, trying to put together a bunch of plans and contingencies. And uh, along with the board, with the COVID task force, with um, all of the emergency task forces that are putting information together for roller derby, um, we're working in concert with national governing bodies, with JRDA, with MRDA, and um, I do believe that the the way that the way that we're going to find um, some daylight in this situation is by working together. Um, and know that every day your WFTDA leadership is doing exactly that. Um, and if you have questions about um, virus-related things, use COVID-19 at WFTDA. Or if you wanted to ask me a question as the executive director or donut-related, you can get to me at erica at WFTDA.com or my Twitter handle is at Erica is busy. So we're here. 
we're working. Please reach out to us if you need us. Yeah, definitely. We'd love talking. Um, that's great. Well, Erica, thank you so much for joining Taco Tuesday, getting off track. Um, enjoy the rest of your donuts. <laughs> Don't kill my vibe. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Taco. Thanks, Double H. All right. So for those of you hanging out with us, just wanted to let you know that we are launching a community access channel kind of for everyone and anyone to make their own roller derby show. Really, it could be about just about anything as long as it's reasonable. Um, <laughs> so you can find out more about that by reaching out to us. And um, yeah, so coming up in just a moment, we'll be joined by our second guest. Um, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Getting Off Track. I am Taco Cat. Wanted to address one question from the Twitch chat. Um, lots of people have been asking about champs and we wanted to let you know that we're looking for the best course of action for the next few months. Uh, we still don't have any decisions on that, so please stay tuned for what's next and what the best, thing, best things to do will be. Um, know that our committees are running scenarios behind the scenes and trying to figure out what we could um, what the best course of action is for all of this. So, so yeah, thanks for asking that, and we're definitely going to keep everyone updated about it. So, our next guest is my fellow board member, Gloom, who is currently a referee for the Windy City Rollers and also the tallest member of the WFTDA Board of Directors. Thanks for joining us, Gloom. Thanks for having me. It's always about the height with you, isn't it? The height, yeah, the height of the hair, and, oh, you know, I'm into it. Just obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gloom, so what's your story? How long have you been on the board of directors and what made you want to be a part of Derby leadership? Oh, well, I've been on the board of directors for just about a year now. Um, it was around June last year when I uh, when I found out that I, I made the cut. So, um, yeah, I've been early on, so I'm my my journey in roller derby has been a very untraditional one um and certainly my journey to the board has also been one i started out in men's derby um before i transitioned uh and after i did that i was i spent a few years in a couple of women's leagues in town um and it was kind of a, a bumpy experience getting started um and so after i had my time with uh, both of those leagues had had finished. Um, I, you know, got a little bit vocal about the ways in which I think that uh, roller derby could better serve trans women. Um, it got a little bit of attention, um, and so I got uh, I got to talk with uh, the former executive director of the WFTA, Cassie Haynes. She recruited me for the new diversity inclusion committee. Um, not long after that, I became the chair of that committee and I did a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, uh, about, you know, a year ago, um, F-Bomb, our board, uh, board of directors peer, um, another one, uh, nominated me for the board of directors. And I was just like, oh, that would be good <laughs> because I, um, I represent a different perspective. <laughs> You know, I uh, yeah. I have a, a little bit of a I've had a different experience than everybody else has. Uh, and so it's been I found it important to try to to try to represent um, people who are 
marginalized people who might not have had as successful an experience in the world of roller derby um things like that <laughs> so yeah I've, it's been a thrill to be able to be part of it that's awesome and absolutely that's a, a reason why i also joined the board was just to bring that different perspective um as a latina and just you know i, I would love more people to get involved as well um so yeah so it's been really great working with you on the board um I know that you've got some really great accomplishments and there's two in particular that I would love to hear more about. And uh, that's our support services and also partnerships with affinity groups. Could you tell us about that? Sure. Um, support services is something that I'm really proud of that we just launched and we've been working on for a while. Um, and the idea is whenever something goes wrong at a, at a roller derby league, it's kind of, there's kind of a power imbalance, right? There's kind of, you, you have people who, especially people who are from marginalized groups, such as ourselves, um, they might be in a situation where they just don't feel like they, you know, have any, like even people at the, at the very bottom levels of the sport, people who are just getting into it, don't have the context, don't really know what to do when they're struggling. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you might deal with, uh, just something, some discrimination. You might deal with some some other issue you're trying to navigate. Um, and a lot of times, historically, people's first thought is just like, well, you know, I can either A, just kind of fall away from the sport, um, which is the, I mean, it's always easiest to, you know, not do anything to just kind of say, it's just like, ah, well, this doesn't work out. Or B, you know, when people are particularly uh, devoted to, trying to get justice they will file a grievance and that's not always the best fit you know it's not always it's not always something where you can um where we are able to help you know we're a very decentralized sport um and we're a little bit more distant and certainly you know i mean i've filed a grievance in the past myself and when I filed my grievance, I was just like, well, I'm about to burn all my bridges right now. <laughs> you know, that's, mm, there's no yeah. coming back from this one. Um, so we wanted to build something that was a little bit more constructive, something that was a little bit more where people can come to the uh, support services, um, can email. Uh, I, we actually have a, a Google form out on the uh, on resources.wftda.com um, where you can get in touch with us and we will have some people on uh, support services who will be able to, you know, get in touch, be able to give you some advice, be able to direct you towards resources to kind of be able, they can advocate for you. Uh, you know, if they, if you say, Hey, I really just need someone to talk to my league for me. You know, I just don't have the emotional energy to deal with this or, you know, I just feel like I can't be, um, I can't be impartial about this. I'm too close to it. Or, you know, just if people need that, uh, that kind of backup, that kind of to balance the, cause when it's, it feels like, uh, if you're having an issue with your league, um, it can kind of feel like everyone against you. It feels, it can mm. feel so hard. And so just to, to give people that support and to, to really focus it in on the, on the member side of it to really give our members the support they need. Um, Absolutely. So I'm so yeah. excited. About what about the, <laughs> yeah, as you should be. And I, and it's a resource that we've got for all our member leagues, please. 
definitely use it if you need it. Now, what about some of our affinity and partner groups that you've been, um, those relationships you've been working with? That's really exciting too. And I'll, I'll give a lot of credit to our uh, director of, uh, or our, um, I forget her title now, our member services uh, coordinator, Dottie Damage. Um, she is, she and I worked on this idea together, the accountability partnerships. Um, the idea is that we are, we want to bring in um, groups that represent uh, different uh, interests in roller derby, whether it's different marginalized identities, um, different, I mean, largely that. Um, and to just, I mean, in the past, it's kind of felt like something might go wrong in the sport and we're kind of uh trying to chase after it and trying to you know kind of play catch up trying to it's like oh well, we weren't thinking about this and this is a way to kind of take the people who are really doing the work on the ground to try to make it a more equitable sport for everyone and to connect directly with them um to be able to uh chat with people who you know be able to give them uh, access when we're hiring for jobs to be able to um, whenever we need to whenever we have something questionable to give them a direct line into the WFTDA leadership uh, that they can yeah. use and so that to, to hold us accountable you know definitely and, uh, that's a part of it too mm-hmm and, and really, I mean, we don't want this to just be something where it's just like we just list on a page like, look at all these organizations we're we're working with. And we're I, I don't want to just start naming people's answers like, oh, look, now we look legitimate, but we actually want to provide support to them in the ways that is valuable to them. Um, and uh, we want them to hold us accountable in as a you know in exchange <laughs> so uh yeah. we are trying to make it a good deal for both ends yeah and it's also a way for people to get involved if they don't want to be um in like an intense role in leadership you know mm -hmm. they don't want to be on the board or they don't want to be part of a, some other committee there's other ways that people can have their voice heard and exactly. do things which is i think you is so like awesome about our about WIFTA. <laughs> but you and I both know that it, it, we can't just, it's hard for people of our, uh, of our identities to, I mean, we're not always well represented. There's a lot of things that we run into uh, just going through the sport and uh, we can't just sit back and say, it's just like, ah, it'll figure itself out. You know, maybe in a few generations yeah. there'll be equity and people will show up. It's like, no, we have to do the work now to build things. I mean, we exist in a world full of oppressive structures, you know, just methods of discrimination that like, we can't get around that. You know, they are there. Sure. We, we exist in yeah. a society as the meme goes. Uh, and I know we live we, in a society. We only represent, yeah. And like, we, we only represent like our own perspective and there are so many other people that are like yeah. similar or like from, from other groups that would be awesome um, on the board of directors and, I'm just going to slip it in that we're currently running our, uh, what is it, our 2020 spring elections. And we there are. are four seats available. Um, our deadline for that is May, oh my gosh, what is it, May 4th? 
I think it's so. May 4th. But if you know someone that is interested in getting involved with Lifta leadership that you think would be a really good person on the board of directors, please, please check with your um, league representative to nominate someone on the forum. Like, let's get some fresh perspectives in here, these new ideas. It doesn't matter like who you are or where you're from, as long as you have that desire to do something, to make some change, like it, you have a, a home, <laughs> please. <laughs> and even if you don't feel like we, you, uh, that the board of directors jumping there is, is a great fit, we have so many other roles, so many other, we have a, a rules theory election right now going on. Um, so if you have strong opinions about the, the way the rules of roller derby, as I assume a lot of people do, you have very strong opinions. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a place for you. There's a place. I mean, we just uh, just recently we staffed a whole bunch of people on the uh, the diversity and inclusion committee, and some of the discussions they're having is just fantastic. I am so proud of them. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, and like let's get some younger. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, and like I would love some of these like recently aged up juniors jrda that are now skating for wftda to to be like hey like i want to do something i don't know what it is yet but i want to do something that'd be pretty cool too yeah we haven't always been great at pointing to pointing at places where people can uh can really jump in and participate um but i think we're getting better at it uh we're definitely gonna we have our uh, org chart that we we just we just finished uh, late last year that we should be able to, to roll out pretty soon and kind of give you a, a 10,000 foot view of how the, how the organization is organized and where you can get or involved yeah. if you want to. It's going to be fun. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of heart. <laughs> um, moving the so sport into the future. Future. So you were telling me that I'm going to botch this. You just like dungeon mastered a roller derby D&D game. I obviously do not play Dungeons and Dragons, so please explain. No, you, you, just, <laughs> you described it pretty well. Um, so I'll, I'll give you some background. A, um, about a week ago, um, my, my team that I skate with, uh, we've been having virtual practices. And my coach, the first week, she showed some footage and we talked about it. And she was just like, well, what can I do instead of just, you know, instead of just footage? You know, what what other ways can we have virtual practices and, you know, kind of be able to work on our derby skills in the in a world where you know, we can't go hit each other? Um, and so she apparently in the two hours before practice came up with a concept and developed an idea where it was like I mean, she effectively invented roller derby D&D. Uh, which is really cool. Like, shout out to my coach, Kicken McChuggett of the uh, the Windy City Rollers. She just invented it, and it was just you know she would she showed the uh, she went to the Vienna Roller Derby, the um, their what's it called, the You Are Dumb, <laughs> the 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 whiteboard that has the different uh, that has the different skaters, and just kind of screen shared it for all of us, and just split us into teams and asked us is like okay uh what do you think the team should do this one and just like went back and forth and you know it would be one player would get to make two moves and the next one and so we went back and forth she would draw cards to um see whether or not the action succeeded or not 
Um, it was a little bit balanced. Uh, it was a little bit tilted towards the side of chaos. So the the first round, there was a lot of people falling down. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I tried to run away from the bat. It was just like, ah, you tripped and then you got sucked back in. <laughs> so it was a very rough draft. Um, and she said at the end, oh, if anybody has any ideas, uh, just let me know. And I was just like, I have a lot of ideas. I have them in a in a notepad file that I've been keeping right here. I've been keeping notes and I you know had all these kind of, it's like yeah this is pretty much derby D. so i um i put together a this uh i used this game tabletop simulator on steam where i uh created a a derby board and i had like a hex graph and i even found a way to get the crg scoreboard uh on the uh on the screen uh so that it was so that it, it we could even, you know, have the have the score make it look more realistic. And I was like, coming up, I came up with a whole stats system for how you define your skater, where you have six different stats uh, that uh, define what kind of skater you have, and different kinds of perks. Like, you know, say that you're incredible, you're great at a you a very precision hitter, or you know, you're great at jumping the apex, and then some different quirks like you're you're really um like you hit like a truck which means you can send people flying but if you whiff you go into the infield or something like that oh, and okay. i don't know <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and i uh i and the way it kind of worked is we would have these rounds i would have um i did my first run through of it last night um with members of the fury one of the windy city home teams um and I just kind of laid everything out, asked, it's like, okay, how do you guys want to set up? And then uh, they set up, and I was like, okay, everybody send me what your moves are, and we'll we'll chat through it. Um, and so we tried to simulate it. I asked if we would, uh, they had their stats set up, so I was like, okay, you know, uh, well, you see that the, the skater is about to run past you. Roll for reaction. Something like that. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was very chaotic. It's very much a beta. <laughs> We're still very much working on making it better. Um, but wow. it was kind of, we were just trying to make it in such a way that we could simulate thinking about roller derby, like the, the way your derby brain wor- works without actually playing. And uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope that ends up, I hope you can iron out all the kinks and stuff because I bet other people would be really into it. Oh, we got some ideas. Uh, really, it, it's to it's to try to, there's, I, th- I think a lot of people, like a lot of gamers, like in the back of their heads, like, oh, what if there was like a, a roller derby video game or something like that? There was one back in the yeah, day. Yeah, didn't that? Yeah, there was. <laughs> I remember there was like a Susie Hot Rod graphic that I remember seeing. That's old. It was very, have you ever seen the video clips of it on YouTube? It's very strange. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Oh, it's I bet like they have, like, I don't know, like spikes like on their helmet. And... Weird. I don't know. That would be cool. Something to do it, in quarantine, ha- right? But it, but it, I think we, uh, it had WFTDA branding on it, which was cool. A bunch <laughs> of your favorite teams on there. It's a relic. Oh. Put it in a museum. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, uh, you right. know how uh, it wasn't exactly just, like, poodling and minor penalties it was 
a little a little bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> I would yeah, think a lot of again. people a lot of people like in the back there it's like, oh, this would be so cool if we were able to do this and it's you know, whenever you think about it, it's like how how would you even do that? And this is my best guess for what the oh. what a game could be like. So we're experimenting. We want it to, to feel as uh as dynamic as actually playing the sport does. Well good luck with that. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. So Gloom and I are on the board of directors, as we said, and we're every week we're meeting talking about COVID-19. Um, we recently posted our latest update, which you could see on the WFTDA website. Um, there was two week two updates for this week, so you can go ahead and check that out if you'd like. Um, it's also been shared with membership, so please continue to have your reps log on, check for updates. Um, Gloom, is there anything else you, you want to mention about what we do? <laughs> oh, what we we're, don't do. we're just trying to, we are trying our best to to keep a balance between keeping everyone safe and keeping our sport thriving and it's a it's a weird new world it's a certainly not what we expected when we started this year um we want everybody to to get out of this pandemic uh safe and healthy um and we want to find a way to get back to roller derby as soon as it is safe. Um, so we're not, we're not looking to rush. We're taking it week by week. We're meeting every week um, to try to come up with, uh, try to figure out what we're going to do. Um, but yeah. you know, we've built a lot of, re a lot of uh, resources. I believe there's a, uh, this weekend, there's uh, going to be a, I think there's going to be a workshop. You mentioned that with yeah, so H. I did. Yeah. And you can find out more about that. We'll be posting that again. It's, it's all over. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah we have so resource pages on the, on the website, we have, trying. you know, our annual meeting coming up next month. We'll have plenty more to report then. Yeah. Our go. annual meeting. So it is going to be digital. Um, if you are a member of a WFTDA league, you can attend um, our online annual meeting will be May 15th and 16th. Uh, please stay tuned for registration info and topics. More on that hopefully soon. Um, Gloom, thank you so much for, for joining us. I'm getting off track. Thanks so much for having us me. on track. Yeah. hey -o. It was nice. To, I mean, I feel like we talk all the time anyway because of board stuff, but... but now yeah, everyone else cool gets to, like, to see how cool we that. are. Oh, God, no. Definitely not cool. You're cooler than me. No, we're dorks. <laughs> Just a little bit. We're Thanks, Gloom. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us for getting off track. We hope we entertained you for a bit. Do you have any ideas for shows or if you think one of your friends should be on our show, please wrap, um, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear your ideas. We'd love to hear what's going on in your derby world, how you're getting through this right now. And, you know, you can leave a comment. Or you can reach out to us. We've got our YouTube channel. Um, click on the little heart to follow us on Twitch. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, ding that little bell icon, notify you or, or whatnot. Um, like and subscribe. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks for joining us.